Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. This is a deep dive episode of the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sledsky, and today we're discussing cloud storage. The three most popular cloud storage locations that I use with my clients and hear rumblings about are Google Drive, Dropbox, and OneDrive. In general terms, these products provide file storage and access independent of the device that you are using. Which is to say, basically, you can access your files from your phone, your computer, your tablet, other people's devices, and anywhere you can get internet access. As I've mentioned previously with deep dive episodes, we are going to focus on how implementing the specific tool or tech concept can help your business stay ahead of the competition. In the case of cloud storage, this comes down to building in shareability and redundancy. Personally, I use all three of the platforms I've mentioned in both my business and personal life. The trick is to use them effectively, which lies in creating systems and processes around who, what, when, and where. Cloud storage is an inexpensive and beneficial tool for businesses of any size, including solopreneurs and small businesses. Having a good cloud storage system and process will allow you to expand your storage limits without purchasing additional hardware, create a concrete file backup system, share files without clogging email inboxes or wondering how to actually get something to the person who needs it, collaborate on projects, documents, and presentations, and work from multiple locations with different devices. So let's get into it. Okay, I'd be remiss to mention that there are plenty of other cloud storage solutions available, but for the most of us, we're going to stick with OneDrive, Google Drive, and Dropbox. These are the ones that we most likely will see come up in conversation and we will want to be implementing. All of them have both free and paid tiers. And there's a lot you can do at the free level. So it's not like you have to jump in and go straight to a paid level. Let's help keep your expenses low and your workflow high. In my case, I use OneDrive for personal use uh, with my family. I take pictures, you know, anytime that we want to share pictures from our holidays or my daughter's gymnastics meet, those will end up on OneDrive. And I also use OneDrive for my personal development. So any courses that I sign up for, any webinars that I might attend, those types of products, um, any downloads that come from those, I will store those on OneDrive. I use Google Drive for files and folders that I want to share with my clients, my teammates, and my vendors. Now, when a client or vendor wants to share files with me, I will let them to decide which platform we will use. So basically, when I make the decision, I choose Google Drive. If my vendor or client is making the decision, I let them choose the storage location. And then we use just that one place 
for either side, whether I'm uploading files for them or they're uploading files for me. So even though I said I use Google Drive with my clients and my vendors, if they have chosen to use Dropbox, we will use that exclusively. We will not be using two different uh, platforms and environments. When I started using uh, cloud storage, I did not have a lot of organization. This was something so new. It was like, okay, yeah, I can just throw it up there. So I would create a directory and load some files into it, or I might just load files directly into the root. And then I'd create another directory and load those up. And you know, that, that's what happens. You start with this beautiful, pristine entity, this cloud storage, and you just kind of put them there. And then when someone says, hey, I want to see that picture from Disneyland, you just go in and create a simple sharing link and you share that one specific file. And then when someone else says they want this other file, you just create a sharing link. And then all of a sudden, I went back and looked at my drives and realized that there was no organization. I didn't necessarily know who was accessing those files, uh, where I might have shared those links, and it became a little bit of a jumbled mess. I knew I could do a whole lot better, and because I do a lot of client work uh, with their online courses and their virtual summits, websites, email sequences, landing pages, all sorts of stuff, it meant that my clients and I are passing a lot of files back and forth. And we needed to have structure. Yay for structure. <laughs> you know, when I'm creating this podcast, my uh, vendor, my podcast producer and I, we use a Google Drive. I'll take the files and my editing notes and upload them to the drive in a specific folder. And then my editor will go in and download what they need and create the final product. I call that magic because I just drop it there. And that's kind of, I think, one of the reasons why Dropbox got its name is because you can just drop it there and someone else can pick it up. So let's get back to organization. When I think of it uh, with file structure, I and mean, this could be the same on your computer, on your desktop, just as the same as on uh, cloud storage. I think that it is best to have a top-down approach. And so even if you already use cloud storage, I would say after listening to this episode, when you get back to your computer, take a look at what you currently have and reevaluate it and see what happens. Here's what I recommend at the top level. Decide on your primary cloud storage platform. Again, it's going to be OneDrive, Google Drive, uh, Dropbox, one of those three most likely. And then inside there, create uh, five top level folders. The first one of these is your personal folder because it's convenient to have a spot where you have personal stuff even though you're doing business work right now. So having a personal folder just kind of helps keep that a little bit tidier. And then there's four folders that are business related. There's the backups, there's the business development, there's client facing, and there is public facing. And client facing is kind of where you're actually going to be doing work with your clients. And 
Um, public facing is where you're going to be kind of talking about, uh, you know, your podcast episodes, your webinars, your social media, your blog posts, any graphics that you're creating, any videos, those kinds of things that are public facing that are not specifically for a client, maybe landing pages, things like that. Inside each of your top level folders, that's where you're going to create the specific entities. So you might have a folder inside there that says social media. And then inside that folder, you could put all of your social media copy that you want to be able to use for a project. Or you may create subfolders saying, this is where I want to put all of my Instagram pictures. This is where I want to have all of my Instagram tags. This is where, um, you know, if you have a specific project that's coming um, up fairly soon, maybe you'll want to have a complete contained folder that says, these are all the assets that I am going to be using for this promotion. So that's how I kind of like to categorize it, making it so it's really clear to you which folder you need to go into to get at what you're looking at. But there are no said fast rules for these folders. It's just a matter of creating a system that is going to help you get your stuff easily, find it easily, and not go hunting. And also, when you're bringing on a new member to your team, or get hired by a new client, or take on a new initiative, making it easy for you to just know where things go, and where you can store them, and where you can retrieve them. One of the beautiful things about cloud storage is the ability to share. Let's say you've just hired a social media manager and their responsibilities include creating graphics and copy and you know curating content from other sites and other people. Maybe it's adding subtitles to your videos or making videos publishable, ready to go. Using cloud storage is going to make that a whole lot easier because the both of you can access the same vault in the same container of files. You don't have to worry about sending them back and forth or keeping them within your project management tool. You can have a quick snapshot of when something was last uploaded and be able to be on top of everything. It's really, really nice. Between the two of you, you will create systems around how the content is moved inside the folders. And in this case, I believe that it makes the most sense for you and your social media manager to have equal rights for uploading, deleting, and modifying these files. That is to say that if something were to disappear, it may be you, it may be the other person. So sometimes we do want to restrict uh, deletion or make it so that files are read-only. And that's you know, what happens maybe when you're working with a client or you've got somebody who doesn't actually create content but is only responsible for doing something with it. In those cases, they only need read and download access and don't need full control. For this podcast, I have one read-only folder where I actually put the promotional graphics, uh, the ones that I send to my, um, to my guests, and I get to put those in just one single location. I've got a specific link that I can just send to all of my guests and anybody else who might be promoting the podcast, and they can see all the files. 
also in there, when I upload the new graphic for a guest to use specifically, I create the link directly to that file so that when I'm sending them the email saying, here's your file, it's just that one file and they don't actually have to see the whole directory. Sometimes I'll send them both. Sometimes it'll just be the directory. And most of the time, it's just the one or two graphics that I've created specifically for them. I really like that because this is a very straightforward process that I have in my production schedule. After I upload the graphic to Google Drive, I then copy it and I get the read-only link and I save that link in the spreadsheet so that when it comes time for me to communicate a few days prior to the podcast episode going live, all I have to do is go back to my spreadsheet and grab those links. It's super easy, super straightforward, and it's very, very powerful. The convenience and reliability of cloud storage is a primary motivator for sure. Another aspect of cloud storage that aids in its power is the ability to automate using it. Setting up schedules that automatically back up certain folders from your local computer to the cloud or sending your website backups to these locations or just about anything that transfers from one system to another in an automated way is helping to protect your content. I love knowing that each week when my website backup schedules run, that the zip files are sent actually to several different backup locations. I have some of them sent to my Google Drive. I have others sent to uh, cloud storage locations that are with my backup utility. It's really nice knowing that I don't have to do anything, but if something were to happen, I could go to my Google Drive, I could go to these other locations and be able to grab the files I need to restore things as quickly as possible. Now, that's the automated push side of things and making sure that things are distributed. There is also the other side of things where Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, they all have apps that can actually keep a folder on your local computer in sync with the version that's in the cloud, which means that if you have anything that you save into that folder on your computer, it will be pushed into the cloud automatically. And anything that is added by your team member or a client in the cloud can automatically be pulled from the cloud onto your computer. All you need for that to happen is the application and an internet access. That's it. As I mentioned earlier, I use all three of these cloud storage solutions for different purposes in my business and life. Each has a time of, and place. Ideally, I would love to declutter and just use a single solution, but I've found that for me, the flexibility of using whatever my clients are most comfortable with for their projects works best. I have a lot of touch points my, with my clients, and I just found that cloud storage doesn't need to be a friction point. For you, it may be different. Maybe your processes and the way that you work with your clients, it makes the most sense for them to fall into your structure. And that is totally okay. And that's just the way you need to do it. So go for it. I recommend taking a look at your needs and your current use of the cloud to see how and when and why you may want to add a new storage system or modify what you're currently doing. You may even want to go away from something altogether. 
Also deciding which files and folders you want to be able to access when you're working offline may help you determine what you want to have in each of OneDrive, Google Drive, or Dropbox. For me, I made the decision to keep about 20% of my OneDrive folders synced between the cloud and my computer, but none of my Google Drive or Dropbox folders. This means that in order for me to access those files or folders, I actually have to go to the website and use my browser to access those files. But that helps me stay on track because it keeps things self-contained um, and it just is easier for me. Again, there's no one answer for any one of us. We all just need to figure out what works best for us. And I actually have um, a client who in their processes, they wanted to have the flexibility for their client, for their clients to use either Dropbox or Google Drive. And what they've done is they've set up an integration, an automatic integration that streamlines it for them. So everything from their clients gets duplicated into their Google Drive structure. So if they have a client who uses a Dropbox, then those files are automatically added over to their Google Drive. And when they make an edit on a file that's in Google Drive, it can automatically be sent back over to uh, Dropbox. It's a little bit of overhead, but it works for her. So there's nothing wrong with it. I, I really, really recommend making it work for you. There are so many uses of cloud storage solutions in your business and life. I am totally curious to know how you're using it to stay ahead of your competition and keep moving your business for, forward. The show notes for this episode are over at techofbusiness.com forward slash 011 for episode number 11. I'd love for you to jump over there and share your top takeaway from this episode. And thank you so much for hanging out with me on this deep dive episode, talking all about cloud storage. I'll see you again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.